That segment was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just as great as this in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Season 2, episode 13 of the Washed Up Podcast. Today we start off with Brady's bodily bewilderments, move into Cliff's new aesthetic, then we get into the list. Favorite beer edition. After that, we talk about a little fantasy football playoff implications. Do two co-hosts have beef this week? And of course, if you stay long enough, you get... You thought I was going to say the parlays. Well, of course you get those, but you also get a special guest before them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Let's Coming get from it. The city. Can come get me. I'm in the windy city. So you can come get me. I'm in the windy city. Be be kit like a Louisville slugger, and I'm pointing center field. Cause I've been seen this coming round the bend. Get the bands by the trend next summer, run the man. Quit playing, got a plan for my commas, uh. This shit is a breeze. Me and my ego, we think of some thieves. I got tricks up my sleeve. And I'm playing for Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's the fellas of Washed Up. It is season two, episode 13. A lot has been going on sports-wise, world-wise, everything-wise. Holiday seasons are upon us. The, the gifts that just keep on giving. The fellas are on Zoom one more time. And as we have been doing lately, we will continue to do, and we will start the show with Brady's bodily bewilderment. All right, so this week, I just want to get this across right now. I don't mean any disrespect in any of these bewilderments, and I feel bad for anybody who has um, – I don't know. I don't want to call it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's wrong. No, that's wrong. Such a but, weird like, way to preface anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, you'll, under, you'll understand. So yeah. my body bewilderment, which has never made sense to me, and again, I feel terrible for people who have it, color blindness – so for for a while, I refused to believe that it was like a real thing, oh my and God, Brady. not not like in a bad way. Like I, that's why I wanted to preface it with that because like not in a okay, bad way. Sure. I just didn't understand how anybody could color differently. Like yeah. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that because I would always say, "How could there be hot and cold colors? Like how how would you know? Like." red is a hot color does somebody else see red as black right yeah colors is colors in the eyes just in general are bodily bewilderments that i'm sure someone could try and explain but they're going to use a lot of words that i don't comprehend also let's get into a little bit more of this brady so philosophically what if what i see or what I call red is what you see green, but we both call it green. 
and that's there's no where, way of legitimately proving that. but but there is and that's why i gave up on saying that colorblindness isn't real because everybody would be colorblind if that was true or nobody could be sorry nobody could be colorblind if that was true yeah because if someone says oh this looks green and the majority of people say you know this is red they go oh he's colorblind so that whole theory about that you see fucking blue and i see green yeah it's impossible but the thing is you can't prove it like visually what i'm saying is that no i totally you could be taught what a color is and we i we call it the same thing but we see it completely differently like somebody have you ever seen like a photo negative yeah yeah it would be like if somebody in a photo negative was taught all right this looks green and like when you're learning in like kindergarten this is green this is red this is blue and it looks what would be like a different color to you you learn what that shade is and you call it that because of the labeling that you've attributed with that that you learned as a child but eventually eventually there would have to be a mix-up because like i was saying with hot and cold colors if you see a red and you see it as green next to a pink you'll be like wait no that doesn't make any sense because green is a darker color than red and it would be a cool color not a hot color Mm -hmm. but the hot versus cold sequence of colors is sort of agreed upon yeah that's true but you remember when our biggest worry as a nation was what color that fucking dress was that fucks me up still that i still don't get it like i don't physically i know i saw someone do what brez was saying where they uh like reversed the uh what what did you say the negative yeah the photo negatives yeah so they photo negatived it and i could see the other colors and i was like okay now this is another illusion with my eyes and one of my irrational fears is just like waking up one day without being able to see and like that Mm -hmm. that whole thing of like i see what was it like blue and yellow or blue and white or something like that blue and white and black and gold or something like that yeah oh that was the time in my life where i fully started to believe that someone was my phone because i believed every time i went to go look back at it someone would change the image somehow in my phone because there was no fucking possible (laughs) way where if you look at it long enough the colors can change I know. I uh, optical illusions are some of the coolest things, and also the ones that like used to keep me up at night. It's a fucking crazy thing. The eye. Yeah, optical illusions are buku butt cheeks, banana land crazy. Yeah, you remember when you like have that little? Uh, you guys remember Pumpkin Moon? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that little fidget toy where you spin it and it like makes the like whirl with white and black color and yeah. then you, like stare at it for 15 seconds and look at the ceiling and it's moving. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. one, that one was like, okay, can we all just tone it down? That, yeah. All that pumpkin moon was pumpkin moon was like the only store ever that just had thousands of those optical illusion toys Dude, in there. Oh yeah. They had so many of them. Dude. And especially as like a kid who just never sat still pumpkin moon was fucking awesome. I had bobbleheads. I had a huge bobblehead collection. Brez, I don't even know if you remember it, but I had like... I do remember this, actually. I had a dumb amount of bobbleheads, and I don't know where they are. 
I think my favorite. <laughs> I think it's time that we take these away from him. Yeah, little but, uh, <laughs> they know I was going to be back in a year. So they just got <laughs> I feel that on a personal level. <laughs> All right. Well, the the fuck the illusions of the eye are just something that we don't need to try and comprehend, but it is a bewilderment and Brady succeeded in stumping us yet again, kind of, sort of, a little bit. No, just stick with it. Just say yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I could take this one to the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Fuck your eyes. <laughs> Fun fact, we had a kid who was colorblind in my fraternity, and um, we found out he was colorblind because we did this pledge event that was entirely voluntary where you turn on a strobe light and you pour out a giant bag of Skittles while the strobe light is on, and they have to sort them by colors. And there was one kid who was sorting all of the reds and greens together. We got all of the other ones right. And so we pulled him aside afterwards with just like normal lighting and gave him just the red, orange, and green ones. And every time he got it right, we were like, no, you're fucking wrong. And he had no idea. We were such assholes. Brez. Now that that is a fraternity I would like to join. That type of fledging I think is fucking hilarious. Did we naked shit and like paddles and shit. I I don't know. I was never really for that, but that is yeah. fucking hilarious. Get them wasted and then have them sort colored Skittles and M and The kid the kid didn't know that he was colorblind. I think he knew. But he was like trying to pass it off like he was self-conscious about it, which I could see why you'd be self-conscious about it. But it's like it's not that big of a deal. I mean, like you're colorblind, you're colorblind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's a nuts phenomenon. And that's definitely something where you look back and you're like, I could have been a better person. But in the moment, fucking hilarious. And hopefully the character. Yeah. Hopefully the guy took it with a fucking grain of salt and kind of laughed at it. Oh, he did. Good. Um, but in a little more personal news, um, I am now a turtleneck guy. Um, it's kind of been a long-term decision since I got boom roasted for going somewhat viral and got my neck made fun of. So thank you for respecting my decisions, and I will be taking no further questions at this time. Christmas is coming up, and get me a turtleneck. All right. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. I, I, uh, when I did, Brez picked me up because we were hanging out to watch uh, some of the games on. And I was just like standing in my driveway with a turtleneck and red uh, circular glasses. And I got in the car and Brez immediately goes, holy fit. That's on point. <laughs> just like, yeah. That's a good fit. That's a good fit. And like – John, John Smith, yeah, John Smith, Brez's roommate, like got home from work later. Me and Brez were getting a little toasty, had a couple pops. And uh, John walks in and he goes, Cliff, you did not need to steeze on us like this. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever, brushed it off. And then like five minutes of silence. Yeah, the, the, tur- the turtleneck guy. Yeah. And then like five minutes of silence pass. And John like turns over to me and he goes, wait, do you also have a mullet right now? And I was like, <laughs> You bet. You bet I do. 
<laughs> you're gonna be a turtleneck guy you gotta go all fucking in i know i mean but that's I'm, the thing if you can rock a turtleneck you're automatically biggest douchebag in the room because everybody's pissed off <laughs> yeah i mean you got a lot of neck to work with so the turtleneck can be yeah. all the way up and it's not scrunched you know it's kind of uh interessante <laughs> that's a body bewilderment right there <laughs> my neck <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that is um all right so uh we brought in a segment a couple weeks ago the list and we did it with mike on episode 11 this week we are doing the list best beer edition and i know what you're thinking uh well bush light yeah but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the best beer you can have and we'll just get into it um i think we started with brady last time so let's start with brez or I can start up to you, Brez. I'll start. All right. The first beer after you finish work before vacation, like wow. Christmas Eve. Wow. Free. Uh, you came out. You came out swinging right there. <laughs> that, you get that home from work, beer. and you're like, "Shit, I don't have to work for like six days." You crack a beer, and you just post up. It's the best beer by a mile. Yeah. The best part about it is the feeling leaving work. Even if it's a Friday, it still feels like a Wednesday because like you're missing work. So it's like <laughs> having a cheap beer because you're allowed to, and you're going on vacation. It's a big fuck you to everybody else at the office. Exactly. That's a, yeah, that's a fair one that uh, you kind of double dipped with the post work and vacation, but I think we can let it slide. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Brady. What do you got? Okay, so my first one is probably my favorite one, and it's the first beer outside for good weather and slash like first lake beer because they coincide with each other. There's nothing more powerful than the sun. That is an absolute fact, (laughs) but it's also super powerful on the human body with your vitamin D. So you already have good vibes. I'm strictly good vibes. Everybody knows that I'm a vibe. I'm a vibe alert whenever I step out of the house. Yeah. Uh, But, and then you add the boys probably getting back together after a little while. Oh yeah. And then some beers. Yeah. There's Uh, no better. (laughs) No, there is not. Um, Brez, uh, I'll go. Uh, Brez did take somewhat close to this, but an airport beer. An airport Hell beer yeah. is phenomenal. You're leaving literally all worries behind. You're going to a new place or you're coming back to all your problems and you definitely don't want to be greeting those sober. So you have a couple two tree at the airport bar, maybe a little mixy on the plane. But that first beer when you get into the airport, mwah, peace to resistance. The first oh, vacation I went on after being 21, I got way drunker on the way home than I did on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the best thing about airport beers, no matter what time of day, it could be three in the fucking morning. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's an no airport beer, judge so it's you. socially acceptable. Yeah. Exactly. No one has any idea what your schedule is, no. where you're going, if you're going home or on vacation. If you just woke up. I mean, it's $17, but it's still fire. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Brezard, back to you, I guess. Uh, Post-assignment beer. So, like, you finish a work project, you finish a final for school, 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, my responsibilities are just kind of washed over. Yeah. Crack a beer. And those beers are the bee's knees because yeah. then you're just like super posty toasty, probably going to watch something on TV, some sports or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, kablamo, it's beer time. <laughs> Especially yeah. since I know all three of us definitely had this weight, huge weight on us for this project because we waited to the last minute. Why would you oh, not? Yeah. And then exactly. That weight coming off is just phenomenal. I'm a huge. That's a future Pat problem guy. That's a that's a problem. Yeah, for- dude. Yeah. Everybody who says like tomorrow isn't promised, which is very true, but my brain like refuses to believe that because everything is a tomorrow problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second one is. Uh, after any type of rec athletic achievement. So in high school, I didn't win like any state championships or anything. So this could work for that too. Yeah, it can. Because after we won state and I was the student section leader, honestly, a humongous part of the victory. And I will not, I will not take any questions at the time of what yeah. I did, but I helped. Totally so, true. but now after we won a huge tournament this year in softball, it was just fucking great yeah oh yeah no matter the level of competition trophy and if you drink a beer with a trophy in the other hand it just tastes better Mm -hmm. that's a crispy boy yeah one of the top crispy boys um numero dos for me is uh when you decide to meet a buddy or two for lunch at a bar have a beer with your food that tastes delicious and it usually leads to not leaving the bar for a couple more hours than you initially thought turns into calling your car in maybe you know you didn't even drive maybe you tried to run there because you're like oh just quick bite maybe i'll go to the gym after you're not going to the gym after you had eight at lunch buddy yeah first one is like the are we doing this or are we not doing this are we stopping after this one or am i ordering bombs yeah. We're ordering bombs. We've all been there. Rezard. <laughs> um you know, I'm kinda torn on this one because I don't know to go with the like Sunday noon beer for a football game. Ooh. Or wow. or like the Saturday college football slate, but I'm going to go NFL. Yeah. Because the NFL is one. I bet way more on the NFL than I do on pretty much anything else. And usually there's fantasy implications. And you can't get hung over if you're still drunk. One hundo P. Yeah, because the best part about that one is we've talked about this before, like Sunday, like noon on Sunday, if you're drinking or not, is a great feeling because you have the whole rest of the day yet. The anxiety hasn't kicked in about going to work on Monday yet. Right. So mm-hmm. that first beer at noon, probably a little bit earlier, is the best because you don't have any regrets yet. And it seems like a fucking <laughs> phenomenal idea. Yeah. Such like a- this is Sunday fun day is a 50-50 chance every single time. Yeah. You're like – 
you're either too hungover and you don't want to go. So you just stay in and eat a shit ton of food and watch football. Right. Or that little demon that lives on my shoulder goes, let's go out. And the <laughs> second you walk in the bar, you're like, okay, there's no turning back. Nope. We're Plug. here. <laughs> yep. We're here until I hear the Sunday night football theme song. See, that's the best part. Chris Collinsworth's first words are great. His last words are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, please don't go. Don't do it to me. Uh, but my third one is uh, before a cleanse. And let, hear me out for a second. Yeah, I don't want to. So, yeah, so everybody's diet. Everybody's diet and workout starts on Monday, right? Uh-huh. So that Sunday, you start – you eat a fuck ton. You're like, okay, last day, huge cheat meal. So yeah. the day before a cleanse, you're like, okay, well, we got nothing to lose. We're going to lose it all on Monday. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> so you just – you have your first beer on that day, and you know that there's no turning back and that there's no rules on this day. Right, so it's a great you're going to fix all the problems tomorrow. Exactly. I'm a tomorrow guy. Yeah, we stated it before. Um, my third one is Tuesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> no, no further. No further. <laughs> need it. Don't need it. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, how about one more that could have made your list, but you didn't put it in the top three? Mm, that's tough. My uh, one that could have made it um, is the first beer you have at a family party. Like, you're definitely not 21 yet, but one of your parents was like, hey, you can have one. And you're like, you go over to your cousins who are 21, and you're like, guys, check it out. Look what I got. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because you've you've had drinks before, but – Usually it's met with like someone's basement and like just ends terribly. And your family's like, you know what? You're getting to that age. I think you can have a beer with the family. And you're like, you bet I can. I'm going to have six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my last one that goes along with that is, is um, in general, it's like your first beer at a sporting event. Like the first time you're able to have a beer at a sporting event. But I will trickle that down to Wrigley Field because I've been going to Wrigley Field my whole entire life and they stunk. So everybody went there for the same reason to get hammered, get away from the family. You know, I know it's called the friendly confines, but there's a lot of guys who get away from the fam to have some beers at the game. So I wish they still had old style. That would be awesome. But it's just, it's a part of the culture of the Cubs. So my first beer there, it was a day game too. Unreal. Oh, yeah, day game, beer at the ballpark. Get your nice fucking ballpark, Frank. Have another day, kid. Dip it in there if you want to. I'll quit it. Who said that? Not I. (laughs) Brez, any final uh, ones for the list beer edition? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm kind of striking out on this one. And I was just going to say, like, the first beer you can legally buy. Your first legal one? Yeah. 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 Like you go to the bar and you're like, can I get a Bud Light? (laughs) And you're just like, you sure you don't want to see my ID? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) That's a solid. Did that happen to you guys too? Like right after, like the day after you turned 21, like you just stopped getting carded? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 
Um, it didn't really help that the like, pigeons, I, dude. They're tapped in. Well, it's just that like the bars that I would go to were just Forest Park bars, and everybody knew me. Yeah, and I had been going <laughs> for a year or year or two already. So I had but, been right. going there, but I wasn't drinking. Right. Yeah. I I was the designated driver without a car. <laughs> yep. Yeah. all right that was the list best beer edition um some so uh listeners uh there is some beef going on between two of the hosts uh this week um brez and i are facing off we're squaring up because we face each other in fantasy football playoffs this week and i haven't a clue who's gonna come out victorious it's a legit 50-50 matchup. Like, the projections are 50-50. It's crazy. But, little fact, I've said it once, and I'll say it a million times, Cliff has never beaten me in this league. So, your ass is grass, No son. better time than the present, Matthew. Derek Henry and Devontae Adams are going to say otherwise, but... Yeah. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to everybody but Devontae Adams. And, oh, man, I don't have anybody on Tennessee. I hope Tennessee gets their dick kicked. Yeah, they could. Or they could smash. And Derrick Henry is on pace for 2,000 yards if he averages 150 yards a game. So they are force-feeding this man carries. Well, he's going to need – uh, a lot more in the next two weeks because he's getting 46 this week. This 46 fantasy points? I agree. That would be awesome. <laughs> yards. This whole argument is great because there is strategy into drafting your team, but come Sunday morning, you guys have no control over what happens. Oh, I know. I only have All one the player. All rights are – <laughs> on my roster that I still that I drafted, I traded or cut everybody else. Yeah, Brez is a that. big trade guy. Big trade, <laughs> huge trade guy. Oh, I guess that takes more skill. <laughs> what? Uh, so it so it actually is like even points 50 because I would love to put a wager on this. I was gonna say yeah. straight up, Cliff, fifty bucks on the fantasy matchup. Yep, we have to. I mean, we're on air that's not live, but it's sort of live. At even money, even money. yeah, 50. dude, it's it's legit. Like the points projections are the exact same. Okay, well, I'm gonna need a screenshot from both of you of your teams, and I will do some analytics and uh, research tomorrow, and I will let you know who I'm taking. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Brady will hop on one of the bandwagons and hope for the best. The winner of this matchup plays Graham or Frogman. Graham, yeah. because Chris's team is demolished. Yeah, Chris's team. Frogman, dude, he traded away Christian, or he traded away Allen Robinson and Nick Chubb for Christian McCaffrey and Jameson Crowder. Like, <laughs> while McCaffrey was injured, uh, at that point <laughs> he could afford to take like the risk on McCaffrey because his team was so stacked. Yeah. But he just screwed himself. If he had kept Nick Chubb, he would have won the league so easily. Yeah, Chubb has been going nootsy, nootsy. He's a freak of nature, dude. Yeah, dude, he is, in the words of Chris, he is the chonk king. That guy is 238 pounds. Yeah. Have you guys seen the picture of him on Twitter and running track in high school? 
Yeah. Nope. I don't know if we talked about this, but he looks like. Oh, actually, I think I did. He looks like somebody's dad who was filling in for their hurt son to race against these. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Oh, oh did it go out? I said, um, if, you, if you've seen the picture, he looks like someone's dad filled in for a kid who was hurt. That's oh, how yeah. Much bigger he, he is in these guys. He actually does. It's He's crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, we're switching topics now. Um, so I did put out on uh, the washed up Instagram page that we were taking questions for this. And um, so a couple people responded, but there is one who responded a very important question. And um, I got to find it. What's up? <laughs> oh, no. oh, what's going on? Where's my intro theme song? If you just hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, from South Oak Park. Hell yeah. Weighing in at 190 pounds, six feet, five inches. Yeah! The legend, Jack Fitzgerald. I had What's no up, idea that this be was back? planned. I thought he just fucking Zoom brushed us right now. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot of confidence, Shag. I'm glad to have you. <laughs> Come on, boys. What are we talking about? So uh, I was just letting everyone know that uh, we put out a little question poll, and you were the first to respond, and I wanted to bring you on so you could have your time to shine. Oh, I appreciate you having me here. I just saw, uh, I had one question and it's strictly directed towards Brady. Oh, no. Are the Bulls back? And is Patrick uh, Williams our chosen one? So I put in our doc that we uh, <laughs> put in a, before that we, uh, before we do the podcast, holy shnikes, I can't talk right now because I'm so flustered by this question. <laughs> um, that uh, it literally says word for word, I'm fucked. Patrick Williams looks great. Oh. But, but, <laughs> but it is preseason and that holds zero weight. I try to tell myself that it holds a lot of weight and I thought he was going to look terrible right away and he looks great. And I am actually very, very nervous, but another, but Giannis just got signed long-term and Milwaukee isn't that far of a drive. So I guess I could just become a Bucks fan. <laughs> oh my God. You soybean beta fuck. <laughs> Dude, Pat Williams is going to be the truth. He is good. That basically walk-in jumper is shmoney. Dude's got range for six foot eight, two hundred and twenty-five pounds, six man of the year, Brady, and you didn't want him on the Bulls. You were you were perfectly fine until you brought up the worst part about him. Six man of the year from a Florida State team. That's all I have to say. You should be bound. the one man of the year. The people who drafted four bound. five. The I, okay, yeah, that fucking po- that flag is actually hilarious that they put up in their gym that they were the number four ranked team going into the tournament. But <laughs> did they really? What the hell? Yeah, but I really they, thought you were gonna dig more into them. Really give it to them. Really, just yeah. I don't have. I didn't know we were recording this either. Oh uh, yeah, so I, 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 I kind of 
sprung it on you last minute, but what do you think we do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a hat on. There it is. It's a nice cowboy hat. Well, that, that brings me to a point with that cowboy hat. The Bulls played against the Rockets where he looked good, and they don't have the word defense in their playbook. So They don't, but they're really good at shooting three-pointers. They made 25 against us. Yeah. In yeah. game. Exactly. Holy so shit. for the full question of if the Bulls are back or not is an absolute no. They, against any of the top five, six teams, they are going to get murdered. Brady, will you continue oh. to say that if your parlay hits this weekend? No, I'll be fully back in and we're going to the playoffs <laughs> four seed. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so uh, we had we had Fitz's question, um, and then we also had a question from uh, Quinn Clifford. And uh, he wants to settle the debate. What did arrive first, the chicken or the egg? Fitz, if you want to start with us, um, that would be uh, very appreciated because Brady just exploded his brain. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what came first, chicken or the egg. It the had chicken, to have been. I, I think it yeah. was the chicken. That is great. It had to have been the chicken. Egg. I think it had to be the chicken too, but you can't get the chicken without an egg hatch and you can't get an egg hatch without the chicken. That's what's My sick brain. about evolution, bro. It hatched with something different. It bred with something that looked similar and boom, you have two chickens. Oh fuck. Maybe it was the egg then. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. I'm going to bust two myths for you right now. The first one is that a hot dog is a taco and you can't say anything else about it. That's it's a sandwich. Shut up, Brez. It's my turn to talk. Um, And the second part, is that it had to be the egg. It had to be. There's no other way. Yeah. I How did the egg get there? How did the egg get there? Don't. Brez, if you, if you keep cutting me off, I swear I'm going to do nothing about it. But <laughs> the chicken comes from the egg. The egg comes from a chicken that has been born. The chicken has to be born before the egg is made. So where did, the, where did the egg yeah, come from? Yeah, where did the egg come from then? <laughs> the chicken god. <laughs> the, the, so so uh, did the egg god come before the chicken god? No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The egg god came after. He was like, Guys, oh, I think we're chicken. all missing the point of chicken dinosaurs. That's what? what I'm getting at. It's evolution, bro. That's what I'm thinking. You think that the the food mixers, Tyson, doesn't know what happened to chickens and dinosaurs? Why else would they make they, chicken nuggets in the shape of dinosaurs? Boom. Oh. Mind blown. Oh. Fucking myth debunked. Oh. Tyson's behind it all. So you're Those saying that. rat bastards. Yeah. Or actually, it was just uh, actually a dino chicken nugget, like those things that you put in water and they grow. So that's how the world started. A dino chicken nugget landed in the middle of the ocean, and then a real dinosaur came and laid an egg. So we're all wrong. (laughs) Luke and Liam are down here listening to you talk, and they're both just keep looking at me and shaking their head. (laughs) What the heck is this kid saying right now? Well, Luke's. Are they listening? Are they engaged? That's all I'm here for. Liam's playing Fortnite and Luke's off 40 milligrams of some Norco they gave him from the hospital. And that's he doesn't know what weighs right and left. 
<laughs> they complain they complain about that about kids all the time that they're too addicted to these video games and guess what i get them off it to pay attention to what i'm doing so you're <laughs> welcome is basically what i'm saying well we do have one other question from quinn and it's what would be the first thing you would try to do if you could not feel physical pain at all jump off the willis tower doesn't mean you can't die yeah you uh yeah it does <laughs> uh damn that's actually a good question um oh actually can i change my answer real quick yeah i'd fight jake paul oh <laughs> oh that's a good one i think i'd break my nose to look like owen wilson i can break my nose wow wow <laughs> that was perfectly timed <laughs> present fit. but no that was I, good. I just wanted people to say wow wow but go back to yours, Brady. I would love to see you fight Jake Paul. I mean, if I could feel no physical pain, then yeah, I would always win. <laughs> I don't know. And he's he's bringing like 500 mil in pay-per-views, so then I'm rich. I only have to fight once. I think you're forgetting that physical pain doesn't mean you can't like die. Get knocked out. out. You just won't feel it. it. Yes, it does. I wouldn't be okay if it doesn't even though this way. I would be able to dip, dodge, and do whatever I wanted because his shots wouldn't hurt me. So I would let him get one good lick and he'd bail out to the right and I'd come up with a left upper hook like I used to do in Wii, <laughs> like in Wii boxing. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah, everyone got real silent there because they know that my plan is foolproof. Point counterpoint. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty solid. Fitz, what would you do if you couldn't feel physical pain? I'd probably go to the Brookfield Zoo and go hang out with the gorillas, go in a cage, and maybe see an orangutan. <laughs> I mean, it's actually a pretty good option. How is no? How are you only going to say to me that you could still die? Like yeah, Rambe actually but killed like, somebody. God rest his soul, and it really wasn't his fault. But like a gorilla already killed, but he tried to jump off the Willis Tower yet. Yeah, but yeah, like, you get a sick pick of him with some orangutans, bro. Yeah. Oh, but okay. All that clout to be dead. We'd be doing we'd be doing sign language together. Yeah. Now that's I'm only Coco. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably go hang out with Coco then. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. Finger painting. Look <laughs> <laughs> you look like a finger painter. <laughs> Good at finger painting. I have no idea what I do. This is a wild. Does Ohio State suck at basketball? Good transition, pressed. Are they playing right now? Or are they down? Yeah, they're losing thirty-six to twenty-eight. Where are they playing? And they're playing Purdue. Uh, Purdue's also got a seven foot eight center that's eighteen years old. Is Haas still on the team? That kid looks so lost on the floor right now. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going. Also can't run back up a floor. So slow. Yeah, he's slow as shit. Seven footers need to get into oh. the NBA when they're forty. You need you need about like twenty five years in that body to get used to it. Oh, you know what I would do if I couldn't feel physical pain is I would be a street performer that let people like break two by fours over my back for like a hundred dollars or like 20 bucks. Just okay. See, you're setting your price tag way too low there, bud. Well, then, it wouldn't have to be a two by four. Cause those things are sturdy. But like, if you wanted to hit somebody with like a metal chair, smack me right on the back. 
okay, that's fair enough because, like, your back can still break. That's what you guys were saying to me about how you can still die. And then you – Fitz brought up a point where you die way quicker than me, and then you just brought up a point where you would probably die quicker than me too. Well, it depends how long uh, the nine – How long do you think your hang time is jumping off the Willis Tower? Yeah, that's what Really I, long, really long. To gravity, 9.8 or something like that? Really, I don't know. Really, really long. It took me I'm, – I'm uh, – I'm buoyant, so like I float well in water, and I would float well in the air. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how that works, but oh, I'm with it. What do you? What? Well, how do you say beignet? Like those little things in New Orleans? Beignet, yeah, mm, donuts. Fro- those little donut things. I know culture and geography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, we're kind of on the topic that Fitz brought us into. Um, for the Bears fans in the audience, um, are we back in after they pushed us away? Are we back in? No. <laughs> I'm with Brad. Are you are you rooting for them to beat Minnesota, or are you just not going to root at all? Because I don't want you to say that you're rooting for them to lose. I would rather you not say you're rooting for them. But I am back in. Or the one reason – you can tell that six-game losing streak has a lot to do with other than the people on the field. So I don't know if this is going to be like we're going to end up fucking seven and nine or eight and eight, and the front office is going to be like we'll get back at it next year, or if they can finally take a fucking look at themselves in the mirror and be like, you know what? Maybe they it's beat up. the Vikings. There will be max extensions the next day. They're already talking about it after beating the lowly Houston Texans 36 to whatever the score was. And Nagy was like, I don't think anyone's getting fired anymore. <laughs> so you really want – I'm rooting for them to lose to the Vikings because who are the next two games? The Jaguars and then the Packers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I would root for them to lose because if they beat the Vikings, they will beat the Packers too, and they will lose to the Jaguars. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, it would be so Bears. That would be so fucking bears. Or, um, like, if we do win out, we need the Cardinals to lose a game of the next three, and we need something else to happen. I forgot. But, like, it's still there. And, like, maybe if we make the playoffs, we get one last shot at the defense trying before we, like, force them to keep trying. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. just because my dumb fandom won't let me not be in. Well, uh, if those defensive pussies didn't give up during the fucking Detroit game. Yeah. Very, yeah that was embarrassing. That was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just want everything to get blown up with this franchise. Thanks, like bro. nuclear from the ground up. President of football operations on down. Fuck it. Trade Khalil Mack. Like... I'm down for the trading of Klomak. I think he's a little bit overrated right now. I mean, I understand he's getting triple teamed every time he's rushing, but I'd take three draft picks and an average, another average lineman right there. You're going to yeah. sit there in a cowboy hat and say that Khalil Mack is overrated? No, Robert Quinn's overrated. That, that is as hypocritical as it, as it comes. Robert Quinn is overrated for sure. We paid him, Brez, how much did we pay him for how long? It's like sixteen million a year, and if we cut him next year, it'd be twenty-three million in dead cap. Fuck that! 
Yeah, he's around for good, but he's got nerve damage in his foot, so he like he can't push off his leg at all. So Maybe his entire thing we signed him for is that. entirely gone. Do you I think? Just, do you think a team that's really good, or like the Jets, who would be more likely in a perfect world scenario to take Robert Quinn off our hands? Somebody who's like, let's take a gamble, hope he hurt, heals up his foot, or like, let's get a veteran. It'd be somebody like the Seahawks. Yeah. And they'd give us like a third round pick for him. I, to get that money out of there, I'd take a third round. Yeah. The Bears would still be on the hook for more than half of it. But I think um, I the one thing I don't like about just fucking blowing it up, I know it needs to happen and it's going to be inevitable, but that just means like we're going to be fucking 50 years old still trying to grab the ankles of what could have been before Cody Parkey. You know, that's why I jumped on the Dolphins bandwagon like four or five weeks ago. They're my fucking squad. Well, I hope your coach gets indicted by the FBI because what (laughs) he did on Sunday was absolutely ludicrous and ridiculous. I will not stand for it. I will not hear the analytics. I don't want to hear any of it about how you kick a field goal and then uh, fucking – on an outside kick, kick. And then touchdown. No, nobody's ever done that. Nobody ever will do it again. I can't wait for the FBI to get in there and I'll coach the Dolphins. People do it all the time, Brady. You're down 10 and you need 10. Okay. Yeah. So, the, so my partly was the Cardinals, um, the Chiefs, and then the over in the Monday night game. Uh, the Cardinals took care of business and then the over came in seven times on Monday night. And then this fucking cuck decides to fucking kick a field goal with a minute and a half left when that's probably going to be your best chance to score a touchdown right there in field position to score a touchdown. Right. But let's kick a field goal. No, I mean, I didn't. And then the kicker has the audacity to make it even though nobody <laughs> makes kicks this year. That's true, dude. Besides, That's my fantasy kicker, bro. He's the man. Who is yours? The Dolphins kicker. He's been fucking fire. Oh, fuck that. He scored like double-digit points almost every week. Yeah, except well, for this That's week. why they're always going to be bottom-of-the-barrel AFC East team for the rest of eternity. I don't care that they're going to come in second this year and probably make the playoffs. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I hope Brian Flores stubs all seven of his toes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Fitz, you're going to need to think of a parlay for this week's NFL slate because that's how we wrap up the shows, and you are involved in the wrapping up of the show. But, Brady, you wanted to talk about how mythological Tyreek is. Tyreek Hill is. It's really not fair. Like. Dude, it's I don't, unbelievable. It's like the Chiefs are just like, when do we decide to, 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 to do it? Like have the guy who's faster than the whole league just run and have the guy who can throw the ball further than the entire league just throw it. You know what? After you say that brings up a good point. I want Andy Reid indicted too because <laughs> having, having Tyreek Hill on the sideline, you can control games and spreads, yeah. and they did it, and they did it together with him and Flores, and I want them both out. Dude, I think it's just like they feel – the Chiefs feel bad for doing it every play when they easily could. Is just like 
give Tyreek Hill a little bit of rest, uh, like a couple plays, get his stamina back up, put him on, and just have him sprint faster than the rest of the defense. I know, but they're like, I, I know he may be the fastest ever, but like, there's guys that were probably close. So I don't know what they do differently. I mean, I know Andy Reid's a genius, and Patrick Mahomes obviously makes a very big difference in that. But like, it's insanity. He can do whatever he wants when he wants to. Yeah. No, yeah, including getting mossed by some fair. high school kid. Oh, I saw that video. Yeah. You got fucking put on the fucking mossed. Yeah. I mean, nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and Brez brought it up earlier, but December Derrick Henry is just not fair to the league. El Tractorcito. Yeah. Brez gave up. Who'd you give up to trade for Derrick Henry? Like Jonathan Taylor and Robert Woods. Yeah. I mean, that's a win-win. I don't if know. You don't, then, if you don't sell your whole team when the temperature goes down a little bit for him, then you're just doing everything wrong. <laughs> I got him like in the fourth week of the season. And then I traded Kyler Murray and Kareem Hunt for Devontae Adams and Noah Fant. Who has Noah Fant? That worked out. Cliff has Noah Fant. Noah Fant stinks, though. I'm not even playing him this week. Actually, Noah I Fant. cut Travis Fulgham. Yeah, I know. I might put me and Noah Fant actually have something in common. What is that? We both attended. We both attended at least at the University of Iowa. Oh, wow. oh! Look at you in your little boots. That's pretty cool. Boots. Yeah, nifty fact. <laughs> and T.J. Hawkinson, right? Yeah. Was he Iowa? Him too. Yeah. Same wow. year. Wow. We were actually really good buddies. Yeah. I'm not allowed to talk about it though because his contract. Right. Uh, before we, one last thing before we get into the parlays, uh, Super Bowl predictions from the squad. We did it a couple weeks ago, but it's a new week. It's a new day. It's a new life. Oh, me. There it is. And I'm feeling punk. Chiefs, Bucks, Bucks by two scores. <laughs> Bucks are going to be out in the wild card round, bro. Oh, yeah. I forgot we asked you. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Chiefs in the Packers, and the Packers lose by two scores. Don't hate that. I see, you got Other it. Other than the fact that the Bucks aren't in it. <laughs> That's uh, fair. Packers look very good. Fitzy? Uh, Chiefs are – I'm impressed. I think the Chiefs are going to play the Packers in the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to win by at least three scores. Holy they're going to blow them out. Damn. Yeah, dude, I think uh, if we looked at it like weeks – I don't even know. Are, is, are we in on Pittsburgh or no? Like Way out. Way Broads. out. Yeah. Until Robert comes back and then I'm their number one fan again. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I do think that the Chiefs' toughest game is not going to be the Super Bowl. I think if they can face a hot Bills team, which it's looking like they might, I think that's going to be a battle. And the winner of that game wins the Super Bowl because it's like the fucking East versus West in the NBA. The West is going to win. Nobody in the East can hold the jock straps. But yeah. I think it's going to be – I really want Drew Brees to get the Super Bowl this year, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think the Rams can do it. So, but I am going to go Chiefs Saints 
Okay. I think last time we did this, I did Chiefs Seattle, but Seattle looks very bad as of late. But I think New Orleans gets their shit pummeled. I think once you hit the playoffs, the Chiefs are not going to lose. They just they're good. I just, for yeah. I just hope the Bills don't win because, like, my least favorite thing in the world would be to have to deal with a drunk Connor Fall <laughs> all the way up until the Super Bowl. Like him wearing a stupid Bills jersey, a stupid Bills pants, just having to deal with that for a few weeks. That would suck. I know. I thought you were just going to say any Bills fan ever, and that would have worked. <laughs> that would have worked. <laughs> Connor Fall even named seven players in the Bills. I think you he could- can't name seven NFL players. <laughs> <laughs> He'd give it the old college try. He finished. Uh, Lawrence Taylor. Uh, <laughs> I, fin- I finished. Yeah, I love how you play three <laughs> right back there. Really, rough. home office, baby. Yeah. I actually wore his hat today on a client call, and then I sold him $6,000 worth of Meltwater. Love that. Meltwater, my favorite. Fuck yeah. Um, Hell yeah. All right, we have – Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into the parlays, since we're talking about Vikings-Bears, and even though you three may not be back in, you're still going to root for the Bears. So I think we should have a little friendly wager to have to do something. I I will be the Vikings – I, no, I know. I said, whatever. I'm saying I'm going to take the Vikings and you guys all have the Bears. So if the Bears win, then I have to do something. And if the Vikings win, you guys have to do something. Uh, loser does uh, jumps in Lake Michigan. Okay, nope. Polar Not plot. that. <laughs> yep, polar plot. Let's do – we should do shots of Malort. Oh, deal. deal. All right, deal. Two Absolutely shots of Malort. Absolutely not. Is your mom making another appearance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the audacity Fuck, of this woman. Two is weeks insanity. back to back. Brady's mother comes yeah. in. Okay. No. Okay. Adam Easton is back on the table. It's the most disgusting thing in the whole table. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a bat. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Oh, God, I wouldn't put that on. You amaze me every day. <laughs> well, you know what? Ask her how Adam Easton's doing. How's, do you think Adam Easton's going to score a touchdown this weekend? He does not play for the Bears. He plays for the Sox. The Bulls. No, Adam Easton does not play for the Bulls. <laughs> Adam okay. Easton, my favorite non-existent player. <laughs> Mom, I, not dumb. I am about to make people so much money, so I need you to shut the door. <laughs> okay, goodbye. No. Adam Easton is a Sox player, you dumbass. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not. I know. Most players, I'm. Michael Jordan's son's on the team. Oh my God, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seriously, I gotta win some people some money. Okay, well, they're a liar. Adam Easton is the new addition to YTD. Okay. Yeah, Adam Easton's playing for YTD this summer. Oh, wow, that would be cool, but no, he's not. Yeah, that would be super cool. That's a lie. Okay, good night. Why do you lie? Because <laughs> it's fun. Why do you lie? It's fun to do bad things with my friends. I like to do oh red stuff with God. my friends. <laughs> my friend, he 12, he smokes out of cigarettes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
All right, seriously, I have to I, win some people's money. We gotta win some money. Okay. Gotta get yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys start. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's time for the fellas parlays. You've made it to the end of the show where we make you money. Um, Fitz, you need to come up with a cool name for yours. We got Brez's brilliant bets off the mark. Let's go, Brez. What do you got for us? Oh, we got a big juicer. All right, we got the Bills minus six against the Broncos, the Colts minus seven against the Texans, Dolphins minus one against the Pats, Cowboys plus three against San Francisco, Panthers plus nine at Green Bay, Holy! and the Buccaneers covering six. It is 10 to win. Oh, wait, 10 to win 507. Holy shit. Did you pick every game on the slate? No, only half of them. (laughs) Well, people are going to have to listen to that in like point two just to grasp it all because you really felt confident and you rattled those off brilliantly because that's the name of the bet and that's the name of the parlay. I'm going to read it eight times or you could just send me a screenshot of it and that'll work easier. Okay. All right. Fitz. You got any magic for us? Oh, I guess it's just Fitz Magic's parlay. It's magic, baby. Um, I'll be honest, boys, I don't gamble, man. So yeah. what I got to say to you is I'm going to pick one of those stupid parlays where it's $5 to win 40 grand of first touchdown scores for every single game. And then I want someone to pick total opposites and then win. And then you can pay off my student loans for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be the definition of Fitz magic right there. I like I'm it. I'm in. <laughs> I don't know how you pick the opposite of a human being, but I'm down. I'm in. I'm in. Perfect. All right, Brady. What do we um, got? Brady's fade me. So <laughs> the first game. We need uh, to back on the Bulls, brother. You need to win one. Yeah, I know. We have – this is the last week before opening day, too. The 22nd comes pretty fast. I know. I really want you to dig in on this one. Um, yeah, well, you, we wouldn't need to if Brian Flores was indicted. So, maybe yeah, – very that. true, very true. Uh, maybe into the offensive line coach doing coke and put his face in there. <laughs> um, but – so, the first game is easy money is the Bucks minus six against the Falcon. I have bet on the Falcon. Falcons almost this year, so yeah. it's only right to bet against them in the most meaningful parlay that I have. Yes. We are going to take the Baltimore Ravens minus 13. The Jaguars stink real, real bad. Real, real bad. So we're going to take Baltimore because big trust. Uh, big big trust. trust with we an extra you don't think they left all their scores out on that Monday night game? No, they're gonna score. They're gonna score fifty now because Lamar Jackson got all the coronavirus out of him when he had to go to the locker room. Yeah, he definitely pooped, right? Yeah, he pooped all over the place. And the um, thirteen is an unlucky number, so I'm gonna stick with it and take the Steelers minus thirteen against the Bengals on Monday night. Oh man, alive! All right. God, I hope it hits. Two monstrous favorites. The Steelers are notorious for not covering big spreads, but I hope for your sake that they can Thank do you. it. 
All right, Brady's fading me, lock it in. Hopefully, by the tip-off of the NBA season, we have Brady back on the Bulls. My parlay uh, is 20 to win 341, and it starts on Thursday. So it could be out by the time you listen to this. But we're taking the Chargers to upset the Raiders because the Raiders do not look good as of late. And then the Bills minus six and a half, the Eagles plus six and a half, and the over at 49 and a half in the Eagles Cardinals game. Ooh. Let me just say one thing every quarterback that came out of Oklahoma lately, I just have a weird attachment to. I've been betting the Browns with my whole heart. I have a Baker jersey, I love Baker. Kyler is probably the third out of the three. And then Jalen Hurts, I just I, – I, I think he's going to go nutso this week. Me I, too. I totally forgot that he went to Oklahoma. Well, yeah, I was – I was I, like, who are you talking about? Is Sam Bradford playing for somebody? <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't get hurt, he'd be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about it. But, no, Jalen Hurts, I just – I think it's time. I think it, I think he's going to help bring back the young quarterbacks. He's so much more mobile, and he does have a cannon. I don't know why people don't think he's able to throw a football, but neither here nor there. Eagles plus six, Bills minus six, Chargers money line, and then the over in the Eagles-Cardinals. I think that the Eagles and the Cardinals defense is stink, right? Why is the over just at 50? Because it's in Philly, the weather's probably not going to be that nice, and both their offenses can become really stagnant really fast. But also, they could score 150 points. Yeah, that's what everybody thought about the Monday night game, and then ipso facto, I know there's damn near 100 points. I'm agreeing with you. I like the over. I'm just telling you why it's at where it's at. Yeah. But also, since uh, Fitzy has that cowboy hat on, I'm going to add a little special. If you can't afford Miss the three-team parlay, and you just got fifty or a hundred dollars left. Take the Cowboys money line. San Francisco is beat up. The Cowboys have no business winning this game, and that's when they win all their games. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> very true, very true. They actually didn't look bad last week. Granted, they weren't facing great competition. Um, I'm also surprised I didn't toss in the football team covering five and a half against Seattle. But I think I hit too many bets with the football team that I got to take a week off and let the whole thing readjust. That's yeah. actually very impressive. That is a gambler's like vice all the time. It's yeah. riding the same wave, and it never, ever is endless. <laughs> Nothing is endless or perfect in the world. So, I mean, you're going to be butthurt if they do cover, but I still think it's a better move to not take them and to take Alex Smith to win six games in a row. Yeah. Well, Alex Smith might not play, but if you don't think I'm putting a side parlay of the Browns covering the spread and the football team covering the spread, you're insane. <laughs> Browns is about that game. <laughs> I think Baker needs a rebound after that fudge loss. I think he also fucked up with not running the ball 50 times while he was a minute and 20 seconds left inside their own 30. Like you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, just hand it to them and waste clock. Don't give Lamar time. Am I crazy? Yeah. No, you're not, but they had no idea if Lamar was going to come back out. 
through. If Lamar doesn't come back out, they win that game. The thing that sucks about that is that Baker played so fucking well, and it was just one mistake. One mistake really did lose them the game. Unfortunately, yeah. at the end of the day, that's what lost the game. Yeah, agreed. And other than that, he played immaculate. So, I mean, you're going to be upset that you lost such a close game. He gave up a costly interception that was almost a pick six, but that's neither here nor there. But we move on to next week. Brady's going to be able to be a Bulls fan after his parlay gets fucking smacked right into his bank account. All the favorites, baby. It's a public public Sunday. If you see a ticket go live of somebody who bet $5 and won $44,000, you know it came from Fitzmagic over in the cowboy hat because (laughs) boy is making his net worth triple this weekend. And Brez, just as always, analytic as shit with 18 teams in a parlay to win you 500. I put it, I don't even know what this is, but I put it in a Heinz 57 bet. So as long as four of those things hit, I'm up like $400. So that's when you slap the, the neck of the Heinz 57 ketchup bottle, right? When you're at that, uh, the restaurant and you need to get the ketchup out, you just smack it. Yeah. It w- I put 10 on the parlay in a Heinz 57 and 10 on a fucking, uh, lucky 63. I don't even know what they are, but I bet it. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I've it lost. Was, <laughs> it was, I have no idea what they are. Look up Heinz 57 bet and lucky 63 bet. That's have probably a lot of reading. Round Robin. I time for that. <laughs> yeah, right, that's fair. Gentlemen, that's this fair. was season two, episode 13. We had the special guest of the man himself. I'm sorry your intro music wasn't timed perfectly, but it was timed if you didn't jolt at me right away. Well, it, all I wanted to do was surprise Brady with Bull's theme song and then my face popped on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just looked like you told them that I was coming. I ever was waiting for me to say something. I didn't know what to say. No, I really didn't know you were coming. I thought you just Zoom rushed us. So I was like, oh, boy, like we're in the middle of a recording. I don't know if he knows. Like, <laughs> this is going to fuck up the editing. And I was like, he's got to say something. He just came in out of nowhere. <laughs> you just didn't. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a lot of technical issues we had to work through to get there. But we got there. And uh, so what stuff's all about, baby. Amen. Finding a second use, finding that second thing, adapting, improvising, and overcoming. Fellas, say goodbye to your fans. Later, Later fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, peace, love, and happiness here from our next time. Peace out. Peace out. I'm not going to do it. Peace. I'm not going to do it. I'm, my new team is the UMass Minutemen. Go Minutemen. <laughs> hey, that's a I'll drink to that. <laughs> we all City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shawty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music. Hey, hey, loose, homie. Fall back like I don't